When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Adam Carricker Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the inaugural, the first, the initial Adam Carricker Show. Adam Carricker on the ticket again every Monday. Join me. Have some lunch noon to 1 p.m. Right here every Monday from noon to 1. Grab your lunch Listen to me flat by gums. Hopefully something intelligent comes out every once in a while. And we'll have some fun along the way. Now, real quick, I want to remind you, shoot your questions, shoot your thoughts, shoot your comments or concerns, all right, to 402-464-5685. That's 402-464-5685. I love interacting with fans. I want to talk about what you want to talk about. I want to hear your thoughts, and I will get to any questions that you will send in throughout this show. Now, my next guest is an individual we used to talk a lot on the same show together if you ever have nothing to do with your time uh, go google fourth and pain uh, you will see myself and an individual named chuck carroll uh with a mediocre to slightly <laughs> below mediocre set going on but hey it was our set back in the day we were darn proud of it at the time uh, it was fourth and pain but this is the guy who if you remember the lockout i don't know i'm 10 years ago in the nfl he knew i was a pro wrestling fan and he was a pro wrestler and a, re- a referee once upon a time. He's like, hey, you want to do a, do a pro wrestling show? And I said, no, I want nothing to do with that. I, mostly because I was scared to death of public speaking, uh, like literally terrified. At one point, uh, I was a kid and my dad was like, hey, order this pizza. You know, it was just like Supreme or Meat Lovers or something simple. I was scared to death to do it on the phone. So he asked me again and I said, nope. Asked me again. I said, no. So as the lockout's going on, I was like, I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, Chuck, you want to you do that show? Uh, we talked some pro wrestling. Probably nobody's going to listen to it. And he assured me that they weren't going to be able to see me because being a big guy, I tend to sweat a lot when I get nervous or I just get sweat a lot when I'm alive and breathing because that's just how big guys work. And I was like, I don't want anybody to see me and, I, and we'll just see how it goes. And so it kind of built and we had a little bit of success here and there. It grew into a little bit of a podcast. We got on the fan there in D.C. and we ended up talking half football half pro wrestling, which is why fourth and pain kind of made sense. But I wanted to bring Chuck on because never in a million years did I think, you know, I would be doing something on the radio kind of as my own show type deal. And this, the character Chronicles, this show, the Big Ten show that I'm going to be doing here soon, releasing later this week. Well, none of it would have ever happened had an individual named Chuck Carroll, who was in the D.C. media at the time. And he's got his own highly successful podcast now, which we'll chat about in a minute. But I wanted to bring him on. And honestly, I didn't really prep him for much. I said, let's just chat, uh, not chat, don't do that. Uh, Let's just chat, okay, have some fun, share some stories. 
Uh, feel free to embarrass me if you'd like, but we're just going to have some fun. So I want to bring on um, the weight loss champion. We'll get into that at some point as well. The man lost 280 pounds at one point. I want to bring on the weight loss champion and my former co-host of Fourth and Pain, Mr. Chuck Carroll. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing really good, man. Dude, that is uh, that is an epic intro. I, you made me laugh, bro. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, man. So, okay, take us back to, I, I don't remember what year it was, 2011, 12, over a decade, around a decade ago. And I keep saying no. Finally, I say yes. And you're like, okay, this guy has no experience. He has no idea what he's doing kind of similar to now other than I have a little experience how am I going to help this guy and then after we had done a couple of recordings what were your thoughts going going forward after that well here's the thing dude it's like you weren't confident in yourself which that did not come across publicly so whatever you put out there was a hell of a front um I was always (laughs) confident that whatever you whatever you put out there was going to be good because what you have not mentioned yet is that you were already a media favorite and that's why I hounded you. Like, if you were just some quiet schlub who sat in his locker and begged reporters not to talk to them after practice, I would have never approached you, dude. But here you are doing magazine covers where you're covered in chains in the weight room, and you love holding court about pro wrestling. So, of course, I'm like, holy crap, we've got a hell of an opportunity here. I got to approach this guy and see if we can get something cooking, man. So, of course, I was going to hound you. Of course. And you did really, really, really well. I didn't really know what to expect other than I thought it was going to be pretty good. And it turned out to be better than that even. So it's, dude, that magazine cover. Oh, man. I actually just ran across that the other day. I've got like the WWE belt on. I've got the chain. And then there was actually another picture where they they put over the sting paint uh, on my face. The old crow sting paint. Well, I guess not old. He's still doing the, the thing to this day. When he makes his appearances in wrestling, it's crazy you even remember those because I had forgotten about it until I randomly came across those in storage the other day looking for something else. So do you have do you have you're being really nice and I appreciate that. Do you have any interesting stories or humorous stories uh, that you would feel comfortable with sharing? And if not, no big deal. But just feel free to share anything you'd like you'd like at this point, Chuck. I mean, interesting stories about you, about life in general, about my dog who's sleeping two feet in front of me right now. What, what kind of stories are you looking for, bro? As fascinating as your dog would be, um, maybe maybe about the time that we had together, just some of the, the interactions, the shows, um, and just right. what it was like working with you know uh, an individual who was a novice and wasn't really wanting to do it and was just hoping nobody listened at the time, honestly. Well, here's the, <laughs> people listen, man. It's funny. It's like they put us on uh, right before their pregame coverage on Sundays officially started. And whenever I would get to the stadium, you know, I would bump into fans walking in to uh, cover the game that day, and they would chat up about what it was we had talked about that morning on the show. But, you know, a couple of things jump out at me is, one, you put as much drive, determination, effort, energy, whatever it is you want to call it, into making sure that the show was the, making sure that the show was good, despite the fact, dude, that you say you hope nobody would listen, bro. You were just hardwired to compete and wanted to be the best, and that has rubbed off on me, and I carry that with me to this day. But enough niceties. Um, let's talk about the time that a certain WWE wrestler, who is now a Hall of Famer and still with the company, called us, fired up. So, so ticked off because we were just a couple of minutes late calling him. 
and how dare we disrespect this gentleman's time. And mind you, the, the, the character that this guy portrays and the face that he puts out there publicly is, I mean, you can't help but to love this guy. He appears to be the nicest guy on the face of the earth, but my God, do not be late calling this guy lest you will fear the wrath of God. I know you know who I'm talking about. So, first of all, Titus O'Neil is who you're referring Yes. Yes, this hasn't happened <laughs> for like a decade. Talking. I know instantly who you're talking about. <laughs> Titus O'Neil is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He, and when, when Raw came to my local area, he took me and my son backstage, and we got to meet a bunch of guys. I think, I think that was actually Goldberg's big comeback that night when he was getting ready to wrestle Brock Lesnar years ago. And so Titus O'Neil is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But I, I think we were legit four minutes late calling him. And, dude, he ripped into us like a monkey on a cupcake, talking about he, how he's got kids' events and his, his kids are waiting on him and youth sports. And, you know, I, I, got, I got 84 kids right now, and I'm rounding down when I say that, and I love them all. But I, I, I completely empathize with where he was coming from now with our freaking insane schedule. We have eight, 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 eight competitive youth sports uh, teams going on right now with my kids. So I get it. Oh, man, I, I remember sitting there being stunned. Like it was the worst rear end chewing I'd ever gotten in my life, barring maybe one one time a coach got really mad at me in high school because I threw like four picks. Uh, but anyways, I digress. And so I will never forget that. And I also remember Roman Reigns. You know, he's been the champion for almost a thousand days now. And, and I remember asking him, like, hey, man, what's your ultimate goal in the business? And he goes, I want to be the guy, which sounds almost like duh now but at the time he was nowhere near the guy he had just emerged and i remember thinking to myself i'm just gonna be honest i was like you're gonna have to learn how to talk uh, that was my thought in my head i did not say it out loud uh but he's obviously learned how to talk and done a great job so th those are a couple of the things that stick out in, in my mind oh yeah man roma was really good to us from very early on uh back when he was just cutting his teeth with the shield it's funny and I remember one day he came into the radio station. You weren't there that day, but he came in and like he wanted to sit down and talk. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're Carriker's co-host, right? And we just sat there and chopped it up about ball for a little while. I heard you yeah. talking about Goldberg earlier and about how his real passion was football. It's the same thing with Roman, you know, and he just wanted to sit there and ask about the team this year. We talked a little college ball, and that was I mean, that was a ton of fun, man. And it's funny, I think to this day, if you or I were to bump into him, he would still remember Fourth and Pain, man, because that show, I mean, you look at the, the media landscape now for all of these wrestling shows that were out there, bro, but I think that we were really kind of the first through the door on a big level like that, if you think about it. Yeah, we kind of approached it in an interesting, unique way. Uh, I remember we had Robert RG3 on. you got to remember his rookie year. He set the league on fire. And we did some stuff with him. It actually appeared on Monday Night Raw. And so yep. I thought that that was, that was pretty freaking cool. I remember, um, you know, once Goldberg and I just started talking football, he ended up coming on that year for 17 straight weeks and doing picks with us for every NFL game. Uh, there was one week he didn't. It was, it was when my, my wife gave birth to Trinity. So we, we missed a recording that week. Other, but 16 out of 16 weeks that we recorded a prediction show, he came on. So I want to chat about one more thing with you. Because you are the weight loss champion, okay? This was uh, dubbed on you during our show. You are an individual who at one point weighed 420 pounds. You've lost 280 pounds, okay? At one point, your biggest pant size was 66 inches, and your shirt size was 6XL. You have lost, like I said, 280 pounds. You've done it successfully for well over a decade at this point. 
Okay. Uh, and you've been really nice to me on this show. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus. I still remember the one time you and I met at B dubs and I ate a whole bunch of wings and I didn't think about it at the time, right in front of a man who had just lost a bunch of weight. And later on that night, I was like, I am a horrifically horrible human being. How did it not dawn on me that I'm eating this with fries and wings and ranch right in front of a guy who has obviously dealt with this, battled this, overcome it. So I always felt so bad for that. So I wanted to apologize to you umpteen years later here on the show. But you have a, have a current show, The Exam Room Podcast. Okay, where can people find you and where can people find that current podcast? Well, thank you, man. Uh, and apology accepted. I mean, think nothing of it. If anything, I was actually impressed at the amount of wings that you were able to polish <laughs> off. Like, that, like, that guy's giving me a run for my money back in the day. I was like, I wish I could get that again. And like, we'll go toe to toe and see what's up. Um, but yeah, the exam room, Adam, man, like in all honesty, jokes aside, like this, the show wouldn't exist if it had not been for what we did with fourth and paint. Um, and so it's on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, and uh, we just hit a hundred million views on YouTube as well. So um, it's really, really, really um, kind of a, a phenomenon and especially the plant-based community, which I know against uh, with sports fans, a lot of that stuff is kind of taboo, but that's kind of where my head's at. And it was actually a pro wrestler that convinced me to, uh, go plant-based anyway guy by the name of austin aries but the show's doing really well uh reaching a lot of people and um helping them out so uh youtube spotify apple podcast lots of great medical information based off of uh, research studies and lots of success stories as well man so you should come on there sometime man we'll keep chopping it up anytime and ladies and gentlemen this is an individual who not only has done the research he's lived it Okay. And I don't know if many people know this. When I left DC and, and officially retired, I was 320 pounds. I don't even know if you know this, Chuck. And so my senior year of high school, I was 220. And so I'd gotten all the way up to 320. And I was like, ah, oh, I put on 100 pounds. I'm going to be the guy that put on 100 pounds and lost 100 pounds. So I got all the way down to 220 after I retired. Okay. I don't know how long it took three, four, five, six months. Seemed like an eternity. Um, First thing I did, I didn't want to stay 220. I just wanted to reach my goal. I was way too skinny, in my opinion, being 6'6". First thing I did was I went to Dunkin' Donuts. I was going to eat six of the donuts once I reached my goal of 220. I ended up eating all 12. I was within 240 within a couple of days. And then I hung out around, I don't know, probably 260 for a few years. Uh, long story short, had the heart issue last year. Felt sorry for myself. Kind of went into the, two, the tank a little bit mentally, so to speak, uh, away from the football world. Uh, got all the way up to 295-ish, a very, very sloppy, non-working out, unhealthy 295. This past January, I got remotivated. I got down to 265. And so I've been hanging out around 265, even 270. So um, it's not easy to lose weight, but if you're motivated, you have the right information. You know, I have discovered it can be fun for a while, but even when it gets challenging, uh, you know, putting your health first can be a big deal. So check out Chuck's podcast. Check out the exam room. Um, and thank you, my friend. I've been looking forward to this, and I appreciate your time. Likewise, brother man. Congratulations on the new show, man. I'm pumped for you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. We're going to take our last commercial break, ladies and gentlemen, and then we will come back, send in some questions. And as we wait for questions, uh, I can talk about the Nebraska tight ends and why I love Nebraska practicing in the morning as well. All right, we'll be right back.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.